I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. ProWrestlingSheet.com Welcome everybody to another edition of Collider Body Slam Smackdown Recap live here at Collider. I mean, we're recording it live. This is obviously going to be taped and shown later, but like like Smackdown. We, we are taped, live in person We are live together. in person, but like, like Smackdown taped and then aired later on. Uh, this one came from Greensville, South Carolina. Uh, hi, I'm John Roca. That is... I'm Ryan Satin. From Pro Wrestling Sheet. The man knows so much about wrestling. It's an honor to host the show and be able to talk with him about this stuff. I've been enjoying this. So, uh, Ryan, uh, overall thoughts about this week's SmackDown before we jump into the matches? You know, I think similarly to Raw, where it was like, you know, it's, it's a go-home show. Right. And, and, and so there wasn't that much that stood out to me, but... And we're going to talk about, it, I think, pretty soon. But yeah. uh, the the vignettes for Daniel Bryan and the Miz, Lord God, were probably the best vignettes WWE has done in the past like ten years. Yeah, 
And I, yeah. I, I, I know everyone. Everyone's just, there's gonna people are gonna throw a million other examples at me of other good ones. Right. But as someone who watched the original NXT, and that was kind of when I was getting back into wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, I watched Daniel Bryan and Miz start on the original NXT, their rivalry, and right. I've seen it. Uh, you know go throughout the years and pick back up again and start. And so, so for me, it was great, and I'm excited to talk about it because, it, 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 for me, made this show a must-see show just strictly for that alone. Yeah, absolutely. Those vignettes were incredible. If that could have been the two hours of the show, I'd have been happy with that. I would have watched a whole documentary special. Yeah, you didn't need to promote the other matches, to be honest with you. I'm going to watch anyway. So take two hours and just put those vignettes up, and I would have been uh, quite, quite happy. And we'll get into them in just a second. First, to start off, the show starts off with Charlotte, Becky, and Carmella in the ring doing mini promos at each other's expenses. Carmella trying to manipulate the situation with Becky, trying to remind her that she was a past in the she was a champion way in the past, and that Charlotte's worn every single belt there is, and that Carmella's the current champion. And she starts, and then Becky kind of bounces back a little bit, pushes a little back, but then Charlotte jumps in and goes, "Enough is enough already," and then calls her. Well, we called her last week. A diva. And so, are you watching our show? I, I just want to know. <laughs> when I was watching this, isn't that what we said last we week? We did. But honestly, I have a feeling we're not the only people who right, have said course, that. Right, of course, of course. Because I think I saw, <laughs> I saw a funny comment from Road Dog on Twitter where someone said something similar to us right there where they said, like, yeah. is Road Dog watching our show? That's exactly what we said. And he replied to the person and he said, I wouldn't watch a show if you paid me to. Or something <laughs> like along those lines. Don't mess with the road dog Jesse James, man. He don't play. No, he definitely doesn't play. Yeah, uh, he's he's definitely willing to get in the get in there with, and get dirty on Twitter and and, and and you know defend himself. That's what I like about him. Yeah, me too. I love it. He's one of the few who's on the creative team that's willing to defend the creative decisions yeah. on there, and you got to give him respect for that. Yeah. I mean, he and I don't always get along. Or not, excuse me, we get along. He and I don't always agree on everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. but we always get along. So I, I love I love uh, kind of going back and forth with him on Twitter, and that that made me laugh but yes you know i I, it was a good point that was made when she said that you know as we discussed last week you know um i did think that not enough was done to continue the foreshadowing of one of them turning this time i I, I felt like they've been going so hard on that the past few weeks so kind of like setting up especially last week as we discussed in detail uh but you know so i expected them to kind of do it a little more this week and i know they had that brief moment backstage that that kind of uh you know kind of did a little bit but uh I don't know. I would have liked to have seen something in the tag match. Like, like yeah. I would have liked to have seen Becky refuse to tag Charlotte at the end or, or something along well, those I lines. Well, I feel like that did happen because Becky took over the last 10 minutes of the match and or basic or right around that time and, like, got the victory. And it was her way of, of pushing back at Charlotte, tagging herself in last week and winning the tag team match. Okay, yeah, I guess fair enough. Yeah, it's that was subtle. Her way. It was subtle, I it was guess. Subtle. It was okay. subtle. So that when it was when you had the backstage segment and, uh, between them afterwards – that she, you know, she said, "May the best woman win." Becky was like, "She will," and then walked off. That and I so it was like. like, "Oh, okay, interesting." So the think, groundwork's being laid there. Okay, so here's something I've been wondering for the past week since yeah. we discussed this. Since we discussed this on uh, the SmackDown recap, yeah, yeah, yeah. last week. Do you, okay, <laughs> I, I hadn't factored all this into my thought process, but okay. if they're in Brooklyn, yes, it's gonna be really hard to turn Becky heel. Yes. Do you think that they should do it there? Because they're going to cheer. I, I, I worry they'll cheer for her. Yeah, but I think that's that's why you do it. Because Becky is not an actual heel. Mm-hmm. And so if she's turning heel because she wants a championship, that's the perfect place to turn her heel because Brooklynites will understand that vibe and that desire. And so, yeah, they may 
cheer for her in that space. But when she goes to Raw or the subsequent, I'm sorry, SmackDown in the subsequent shows, she will get booed by the crowds accordingly, depending on how it all plays out. Don't you think she has to do something real dastardly though? Like I feel like I think she will. I feel like they don't want that gray area. With well, Becky. Yeah, and it may be uh, Ryan that they drag it out over a few weeks. Like the she may slide in. After Charlotte does a pin, or Charlotte does a finishing move on Carmella, and she may put her finishing move on Charlotte behind her back, and then slide in and take that pin and take the victory. And so you build this dissension between them. And so this idea that they're not Sasha and Bailey comes back to bite them in the ass with what she said. So it's that kind of thing can play out in a certain way. You can drag it out over a few weeks. They might go that route. Yeah, the other route is what you just said. It has to be something pretty extreme that Becky does because she's so beloved right now to have her go that route. You know, but you saw shades of it. This last week, so there's possibilities, which is what they're playing with. I just would be surprised if they overall did it in a dastardly way. I would love to see them go, like, all out. Like, she does something so bad. Like, something that you have to boo. Like, like like a... Beating up a Ric Flair or yeah. something like that. Like, like imagine she beat up Ric Flair. You you know, know? That, she like, could. Like, by beating up uh, uh, Becky. If, if, if Charlotte wins, Becky can turn around and just can destroy her. And let her instead of letting her celebrate the belt, the victory, she can just absolutely destroy her in the ring. If that were to happen, though, do you think that is enough to get the crowd in Brooklyn to boo her? Possibly. Possibly. Yeah, Depends like, on how much they love not, Charlotte. I know. It's still. I know. I've, this is what has been going yeah. through. These are the it's things that go through question, my mind though. while I'm driving really to, to and from work now. And, yeah. and this has been the one that's been going in my head. And I mean, you know, it's one of the things I'm most interested to see at SummerSlam. Yeah. You know, there's there's this. There's. You know, it's interesting. I didn't think about it. Most of the things I'm excited to see at SummerSlam are SmackDown yeah, related. I would it's agree with this, that. It's this. It's AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. It's Daniel Bryan versus The Miz, yeah, you know? I would agree with that. And that's why this show, for me, overall was better than Raw. And one of the reasons it wasn't, I do want to, before we move just a second, I do want to give some love to Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Great work in the ring this week. They are coming along as a tag team so well. I don't mean that in a patronizing way at all. No. We know they're young. Young wrestlers come in. They learn what they can learn at NXT, kind of slide up into the room main roster it's a whole nother ball game it's no different than when you're jumping from the from college to pros it's a whole nother ball game you gotta pick it up you gotta go quick do what you need to do and i like that wait a so, second christian i don't care that we're recording where was that <laughs> what is it what was it? i thought christian threw away my lunch yesterday and i was all bummed <laughs> but it's it, yeah intrigue I got lunch today. There Woo! You go. Right on, man. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was so impressed by what they did uh, in that match, and Sonya Deville, especially. You know, I, I liked her moves a lot, and I, it looks like she could totally go with Charlotte in a program. Uh, Mandy Rose certainly. I mean, Mandy Rose is just. She's got all the tools there, man. She's got the look. She's got the sass. She's got the strength, and uh, she's, uh, and she's really, got a strong I mean, social media. I game. mean, like she's really coming along. Oh, in terms, yeah. like, like, honestly, she's one. You know, her, Sonia, Liv Morgan. Yeah, Liv Morgan. Uh, they're all so young. Yep. They are very young, yep. and they are all killing it so far. I think Bianca Belair is pretty young. Yeah, Bianca's too. fantastic. Yeah. They're, I mean. The women's division in WWE is already so strong. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the future of the women's WWE division, yeah. it's even stronger. Yep. I mean, Mandy, Sonya, Liv, Bianca, yeah. you know, uh, Dakota, Kai, Dakota Kai, you know, all these, they're going to be really big deals. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, they, they're going to they're gonna be the future of WWE's women's division. Yeah. And man, I, I look forward to it because they have, these girls, the women have already progressed so far yeah. in such a short amount of time. I mean, Mandy and, and Sonya were on Tough Enough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, honestly, when you look at those two and Velveteen Dream, you go like, man, 
performance center can really help someone you yeah. know it, it develop the skills they need to be a superstar yeah absolutely and someone who was doing that uh for back in 2010 is daniel bryan with the nxt stuff and the vignettes that started right after this they showed the first vignette daniel bryan and the miz as uh, uh ryan alluded to earlier this was the standout stuff of the night and it was incredible this first one sometimes you you need a little trip down memory like you forget how long they've been fighting and miz saying it's been eight years and you forget like the miz was on real world because he's so he's such a wrestler now that you forget that what his origins were a little bit and he did his stuff on tough enough him and daniel bryan having their issues like nice little story oh and ten then he you know he wins his first match that's against the miz and all that that entails and then we get the second one that was all about from daniel bryan's point of view and everything that was happening there and then you get the third one that leads up into SummerSlam. so did you like t- tell me what your overall feeling were about these videos? Overall, you know, I completely agree with you. I think that, you know, for for people who've watched it like myself and like you've seen that yeah. whole storyline for the past 10 years or whatever, 8 years. Yeah. Um, you know, it was nice to kind of get a, a refresher course for those who didn't see the old NXT or yeah. younger yeah. viewers who didn't necessarily know that background. I thought it was great. Um also, you know, WWE does a great job of of you know, mixing reality and fiction mm-hmm. when they want to, you know. And I thought they did a great job of having the perspective of Daniel Bryan and The Miz talking about how they felt at the time. Yeah. Because there hasn't really, you know, as much as those two have crossed paths, there hasn't been like a, that I can think of, like a, um, a documentary or anything like yeah. that, where you have to hear their perspectives mm-hmm. on, on all those things. And, you know, hearing Miz, even though it was in character, hearing Miz talk about being Daniel's pro yeah. and being his mentor and hearing his mindset of how his character um, reasoned with himself, you know, his motivation in his head for why he did the things he did back in 2010, and how he still believes it. Yeah, like even at the end when he said when he said something along the lines of like, "I am Daniel Bryan's pro." Yeah, like he, I am, like like he said something. I forget his exact wording, but it was like, man, like I love that the character of the Miz mm-hmm. has never let go of that. Is, yeah, you know, um, and, and another thing that I loved in this is, uh, you know, there's a direction that wwe there's a directive that that yeah. happens in all wwe interviews yeah uh, and that's usually don't look at the camera right it's don't look directly into the camera don't cut the promos wrestling style where you're looking right in the camera yeah. and you're saying you i'm coming to cincinnati <laughs> or whatever you know they don't hot do times put hot times yeah you don't just yeah you don't yeah. do that looking into the camera you kind of like look to the side like you're talking to an interviewer yeah. and i loved when it switched in this vignette and they were doing the thing where they looked at the side and then Daniel started looking into the camera and he was like, do you think that I came back to make celebrity friends and get a big house? No, I came back because I want to wrestle because I love wrestling. I couldn't think of what to do. I couldn't live life knowing that I can't wrestle. I I got goosebumps. Yeah. When he said that, I I literally got goosebumps. It was truth. It was it was sim- you mentioned yep. hard times yeah. and it was so similar that you know the, the reason everyone loved the hard times thing is because it was it, it resonated with yeah. people it resonates it was with actually happening in actually the country. happening you know yeah. and and you know hearing you know you saw Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. struggle and you knew the whole time that he couldn't wrestle how much it pained him he did right. multiple interviews about it you know the struggles that Daniel Bryan faced you know how much he loved wrestling yeah. and, and and to hear him kind of like looking at the camera and say that you're like oh that is powerful stuff well the great promos always have a air of reality to them at least enough reality that you can attach that person and you strip away the fact you're watching a character and you watch the person doing the promo and that those are the ones that sell the most you know flair for all that's actually now when you watch that that 30 for 30 doc they did him it really 
turned my whole mind around about Flair that you don't know what he's telling is the truth or isn't the truth. And even Triple H, one of his best friends, was like, yeah, we never know with Rick what the truth is. He's like, wow. So when he's doing these promos, he actually believes the shit he's saying. And the he actually was living the high life and go limousine riding, jet flying, all of that. He actually was literally doing that, paying for his own robes, like 25 grand for the robes. Yep. So you saw those are the realities. Stone Cold, that's actually Steve Austin, right? You see him in a broken ranch doing all this stuff. Those are the things. It's the same thing with Daniel Bryan. That's really him. Wrestling is in his blood, man. It's in his blood. The Rock, that cocky, trash-talking guy, that's the guy on the football field. So that's what you get, and that's the best version of The Rock. So that always works for me. And Miss is a cocky asshole, I, I was just and that say, totally works. I was just going to say, yeah. you know, not only did we – I think that's why this works so well is not only did we get to see – the true Daniel yeah. Bryan, but to hear about Miz's mindset when he did the the talking smack promo, yeah, 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 uh, same exact oh my God. thing, yeah, yeah, where he was just like, you know, where he was talking about his mindset, and you go like, man, that makes sense, yeah, you know, like his reasoning in his own head for that makes perfect sense, you know, I I saw something on Reddit, I haven't read the book, but mm-hmm. there was a, a re- I forget the name of the book. But there's a recent book that WWE put out, okay. and it has like insight from some of the wrestlers on things that they were involved in or whatever. And Miz talks about that promo in yeah. it, and they have quotes from Miz. And he said, and the book might be a little bit kayfabe. I'm not sure. It's okay, but it does kind of. He does say in the thing that you know none of that was scripted. Yeah, that that's you know that talking back promo was not scripted. No, that you know he did go up Daniel Bryan before and kind of say like, hey. I'm frustrated about a few things. Right. They're giving me a hot mic. Can I go in on you? And he yeah. was like, yeah, don't hold back. Go go in on me. Yeah. But still, you know that there was a little bit of, like, act, you know, a, a reality there, yeah. you know? And so that's why that, you know, I'm glad they brought that back around finally. They've been bringing up the Talking Smack promo. Um and yeah, just in general, like just this match has so much emotion behind it. Yeah, and the thing is, I will tell people now a little peek behind the curtain of the Schmodown. The same thing happens sometimes between in the Schmodown. Like it used to be that I used to interfere people's people's when when Christian was building me as a heel, he had me interrupt people's promos after matches to challenge <laughs> them to mess with them and stuff. Like that. And the fans were getting upset at me because they were like, "Why is Roke always as if I like would just walk in and barge in, uh, you know, without anyone knowing, as if no one knew about it? I would just walk in, grab a mic, and yell." at people and they thought I was physically pushing Emma like they thought that was old like we none of that had been talked about when everything had been talked about but the one time that Christian didn't talk was when after Team Action had lost their uh, shot at, at lost the title match against Above the Line Matt Nost and I strutted in to because we were going to challenge him for the match and it was devolving into like we were this close to a fist fight between oh, the wow. four of us because we hadn't worked out the promo ahead of time, so we were all improving from, a, and they were upset that they had just lost the way they did, and we were excited because they had beaten us in a in a way that un- was uncomfortable for us. So we went all in on them, like completely. <laughs> so if you watch that whole promo, there is literally a moment when Andrew rips the mic away from me and almost hits someone in the face with it, and Andrew and I are this close to going at it. And so <laughs> it's just some, so so that happens sometimes, yeah. even in the small 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 more of the showdown where you know WWE's up here, like the showdown, even down here where we're doing it, simulate the real stuff happens so i'm not surprised well, that that would happen to these dudes who get paid hundreds of thousand dollars to do what they're doing well even further than you know to further that even you know i was i mentioned yesterday that i was listening to the bobby lashley yeah, yeah, yeah. chasing glory interview and it was interesting he talked about how he respects people in the ring that and and, and i know it's a worked thing so it's interesting to hear this but basically yeah. he said that like he can tell when he's across the ring from someone 
if they're actually willing to fight him. Yes. And I was like, that's a crazy thing because it's not real. But he was like, man, when I'm across the ring from Roman, I know that if it came down to it, we'd fight. Yeah. And he would fight me. Yeah. And I like that. And, and he's like, when I fight, you know, when I'm in the ring with other guys, I'll across the ring at them. And I know that man would never fight me, you know, <laughs> and then it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't do it. And he's like basically saying that yeah. that's why him and Roman meshed so well is because he knew they, they had that thing where like, this could be a real fight if we wanted it to. And they, right. they can give each other that look to where like, I know, don't, like, we know, don't actually fight me because we'll fight. Yeah. But if it happened, we could fight. And I was yeah. like, that's a crazy mindset, yeah. but it's, 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 it's this business, and I love it. That's right. It's, and it's great when you see it. That's right. You know, and Ben Bateman, I have a match coming up with Ben, me and him. We could, uh, whenever we look at each other, we know the fight is a possibility when we step in that Ranch Schmodown ring. So we got to fight. It's you're going on, down, Bateman. You're going down, Bateman, August 24th. I'm taking you out, son, once and for all. Team Action going to finish him off once and for all. Outlaw in the house. That's right. So where's my hat, damn it? All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's move on quickly. We've got to get through a lot of stuff here. Uh, so Samoa Joe reads this letter from supposedly uh, AJ's wife about how uh, he, he was. she was disgusted initially by what Samoa Joe had to say, but in the end, she agreed with him. Uh, did we need this? I, I, I feel like the thing's already set. It yeah. seemed a bit overkill, didn't it? It did seem a bit overkill, especially because yeah. like, we don't know who Wendy Styles is. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know who, you can Wendy. Read who We don't know that's authentic letter. <laughs> we also know his real name's not last. Like, his real last name isn't Styles. Is it so, Styles? So it sounded kind of funny. Like, like I know spend your disbelief, oh, but it's true, like, it's true. I don't know. Like, it was just funny to me. It was like, from Wendy Styles. Like, okay, well, I'm, I guess that's his. I, honestly, I thought it was his kid at first. I had from to Google Mrs. It. Undertaker. She <laughs> says. <laughs> from Mrs. Undertaker, exactly. That's like how it felt when he said it. Yeah, I when he said it. Um, I, and I was confused, too, because as much as, like, it, it didn't play that well on yeah. TV. Especially because uh, AJ was above it. Like, yeah. he was acting he was so above it from, all through from it. saying, like, oh, my wife told me not to care about right. everything or whatever. Right. But then there was the video they put on their YouTube channel that happened after the show yeah. where he's, like, incensed backstage mm-hmm. and he's going crazy. And everyone's holding him, a bunch of holding him back. And, and uh, that, to me, was ten times more effective, yep. seeing that AJ had lost control. Right. I thought that should have been how it ended, that he, like, actually, like... No, now you've crossed the line, yeah. like mentioning my wife. Um, you know, you can mention my kids, but not my wife. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I liked the, the thing that wasn't on TV more than what yeah. was on TV. Yeah, and I like Samoa's promo with the mini promo with, with Paige better. Me too. Where he was just like, I'm going to keep doing, you didn't bring me over to keep, you know, to keep me in the cage. You brought me over for my killer instinct. I'm going to keep doing what I want to do when I want to do it. But, and Paige, for once, like sat back a little bit because Paige always tries to get the best in every interaction. I think she doesn't have to. She's Paige. She's the GM. You don't have to punch down. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep, sometimes, totally. sometimes you have to look like a little bit like you're you're not the uh, you, you, I don't know. You're not the best person in the exchange. Sometimes like Kurt Angle does. Yeah, Kurt Angle does it I all mean, the time. He, he can do it less because he actually <laughs> sure. Like, I think he do. He I think he does he's it wrestling. Too much. Some, yeah, he does it too much. Yes. I'd like a healthy balance between the two. Agree. Agreed. Uh, what's your thoughts? Who's going to win that one? AJ Styles. Yeah, I think so, too. I don't, I don't think that AJ Styles is losing the title until at least the game comes out. Yeah, and I, th- I think they're using Samoa to put people over. Me, too. And Samoa's okay with it. He, he's, he, you know, he's 39. He's, been, he's wrestled a long time. There's nothing wrong with him getting in these programs. And, do, and then occasionally then he'll break out and have these other moments. But as long as he's in the title contention, I think it's good for him. Yeah, I could see. You know, I honestly, I could see Samoa Joe 
and AJ continuing this feud after yeah, the pay-per-view. Absolutely. For another pay-per-view or two, um, at least until the game comes out. Sure. And, and then we can kind of go from there. I'm assuming, what, let's see, what month does the game come out? October? Yeah, I think October. October, November, December. So I guess, because I could see, I could honestly see him keeping it till, the, till WrestleMania or yeah, something maybe. like that. Because I, I look at the roster right now and I say to myself, like, who could actually yeah. contend to, like, who could actually be a popular enough wrestler to, to take the title from him shinsuke not again no right. <laughs> please don't make us do that uh like rusev you know rusev on the, he's, he's on there but but i don't see it going face to face yeah yeah you know uh Agreed. and they're, and they're clearly trying to make him more of a face as we'll probably discuss here yeah. in a minute yep um but uh yeah no I, I i i don't see anyone i honestly it's in my opinion it's gonna take the shake-up yeah i feel like the shake-up's gonna have to happen and someone like a Seth Rollins or a Finn Balor will come to SmackDown, yeah. and then they'll they'll take it off of him yeah. or something like that. Sounds good. Well, next up, Bludgeon Brothers took care of another supposedly handicap match and the, the triple threat, whatever they were called, just destroyed. I I really don't. I yeah, just, not much to discuss I, here except yeah. for the fact that it was def- offensive that they took the name the Triple Threat from yeah. a, a classic ECW stable. Tell them. Like I was like, uh, we're wrestling fans. <laughs> we know that yeah. the Triple Threat is a popular ECW. Uh, stable. I, I was like, but I guess I know like, that's the old person in yeah. me. I guess that's the, that's that's the attitude era kid in me. So I'm, I'm <laughs> maybe it was a little wink to us, but I was like, hey tell, man, do you, tell the fans who were, who were in Triple Threat. And we had it was Chris Candido, yep, Candido, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow, oh. and um, uh, was it was it who's the last one? Was it Lance Storm? I think it was Storm. Yeah, it was Storm, right? Yeah, Lance Storm, Chris, Can- and then Francine, and then Francine. Oh, Francine. Francine was so great for the time she was on ECW. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, right. No, I'm sorry. No. It was not Lance Storm. It was Who? Shane Douglas. Oh, Shane Douglas, the franchise. Nobody, please don't That's get right. mad at me. That's I, right. I, I don't, uh, Shane Douglas. That's right, Shane Douglas. Because there was a big, there was all three Yes, three he was the dudes. leader of the Triple Threat. That's right. The franchise. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, then Sanity took on New Day. Really good match. I liked this match a lot. I thought Sanity had a lot of good hits, a lot of good spots. I was really enjoying this. And then having a uh, 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 New Day win was so much fun. So I don't know what's going to happen now. And then I, I, I imagine they want to put the belts on New Day because it would be weird to give the Bludgeon Brothers all these squash matches and then not give them, not not have them lose the belt. So uh, I agree with you. It yeah. seems like you know New Day has been putting on some great matches yeah. since they've come back. They've yeah. been killing it since they came back. Uh, and Bludgeon Brothers has been wrestling jobbers, you know, enhancement yeah. talent. So yeah. absolutely, it makes sense. It makes all the sense in the world to me for. Uh, new day to get the tag team titles finally right. on SmackDown. I did not like Killian Dane's new gear. Okay, I just <laughs> it seems to me like he is trying. I I once tweeted saying that I assumed it was the the higher ups. Right. Killian Dane and Road Dog both corrected me saying that it was not. It was a thing that Killian Dane did on his own when he wore the shirt. Right, but now he's gone from the shirt to the singlet. And you know what? You know what? To me, it's like. When he puts that when he in that singlet, mm-hmm. he looks like a like an average wrestler. Like he looks like he's like a like a like an amateur wrestler or earthquake. Earthquake or looks like, like earthquake. He does kind of look earthquake like an earthquake. Sun. But even but a smaller earthquake. Yeah, yeah, smaller he's not earthquake. quite as big. So it almost like to me it looks like the guy who wrestled on like your amateur wrestling team in high school yeah. who was like in the uh, in the heavyweights. Yeah. You know? Who's not necessarily like some opposing giant heavyweight, but he's and, and when you put the singlet on, to me, it accentuates the like 
it doesn't make him look yeah uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for it doesn't make him look um, powerful strong no it doesn't make him look unique that's unique. the word I'm looking for uh, you know it makes him look very ununique and understood the, the thing that the rikishi kind of vibe yeah, he had yeah, before yeah. with the kind of like that weird skirt thing and the like I like that yeah, it made him look unique uh, it didn't you know it actually made him look bigger like an earthquake yeah. in the singlet it kind of tightens it in and makes him look smaller and I'm someone of the belief where, like, I like there being different looks in wrestling. Like, I don't need every wrestler to be some skinny buff guy, Absolutely. you know? And so I liked that he was, like, the, you know, the heavyweight of the group. And I feel like this kind of, like, it kind of changes it a little bit. It doesn't yeah. make him look as unique. Well, I don't disagree with that at all. Uh, Aiden English came out and said he was very sorry, of course. With all the lights down, he wrote, about, he wrote a song about it. He attempted to prove his, uh, you know, his, his, his dedication to Rusev Day, all that stuff. And then Cien Almas came out. And uh, I thought it was a good... They let Cien Almas wrestle, finally. And he really tore uh, English apart, for the most part, through that match and then got the victory. And so then Vega came out and, like, w- you know, started saying she was going to expose Lana for the dead weight that she is. And I was like, wow, this is interesting promo. <laughs> like, they're carrying the promo. Yeah, this is fascinating. They really have been. Yeah. It's interesting. And then, of course, they get interviewed by Rusev, and Lana comes out, apparently having her accent this week. Uh, which well, was she, int- she What is going on? No, it was back and forth, because now you you haven't stopped mentioning so now I can't stop hearing it. I'm sorry, and, Lana, but your accent, make it be mine. No, she started, because she, she started with the crush. So when she yes. said, we're going to crush you, she said it that yes. way. And then she went back in her Valley Girl accent, and it did drive me crazy. But I want her to pick one or the other. Just come on. And I'm sure it's a directive from above, but I would like one or the other. Um, one thing that bummed me out about this whole segment. Yeah, tell me. Is we're not, I feel like we're not getting uh, Hispanic Aiden English now. Now that we've seen on Drive, oh, yeah, just I make know. quick it's work true. of them. It's true. We're not. I was like, oh, we talked about it for two weeks. We're not getting Hispanic Aiden English anymore. Oh. Or uh, Mariachi Aiden English. Aiden Spanish. It was going to be Aiden Spanish. <laughs> Aiden Spanish. And we lost, we lost Aiden Spanish. <laughs> Son of a gun. <laughs> um, but, you know, I did like, you know, I know that Russo's already kind of, you know, Bruce and Lana have already been kind of getting the face turn. Yeah. But this was a, you know, Full he got a real yeah. face, like the way they booked it, yep. the way he talked, the way you know, the way she spoke, like the the, the whole thing. They yeah. were booked as the clear faces here, and I like that we're going that direction. The only thing that's been more confusing, Lana's accent, is Rusev's push. Is he face or heel? I can't. It's, it's like it changes every 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 week, so you don't know which one it is. Just like her accent, so frustrating. I I will be pissed. Yes, if this all has been designed to have Aiden English interfere this weekend, though and help Rusev Day and rejoin them, it will have been all for nothing, and I will be so annoyed by that if that's the case. I do want to throw one thing in here. This is my own personal thing. Selena Vega, that's a sexy lady, man. I'm sorry. I can't tell. As a Latino, I have to tell you, she's incredibly attractive. That's your number one on the roster That's right? my number one on the roster right now, I would say. Mandy Rose and her. Those are my two right there. Uh, all right, Shelton Benjamin. Oh, my God, he's still around. I was a little surprised to see him because I, I hadn't heard his name in weeks. And I then the same up. thing when I'm he like, walked what? out. I said, Oh, I thought he was like, injured or something. Yeah. Like, where's he been? I still want them to bring back Shelton Benjamin's mama. I really do. I want it. Maybe that's where he was for four weeks, visiting with his mama in the <laughs> hospital or something. I want them to I bring like back that. his other theme song. Yeah, that would be nice, too. I liked that song. Yep. And apparently I've heard he's using it on the, the house shows. Oh, really? Okay. But, but I haven't seen him use it on the show. He's that's like using weird. the one he was using for American Alpha yep. 2.0. Yep. Um. And this is the thing, it was really not a good, I mean, there was, it was to this match, I mean, really. Hardy won, but yeah. it was like, uh, it was a decent match. I almost but wanted to do? Shelton Benjamin away. Because yeah. I was like, oh, you 
had him gone for a few to lose in like two seconds. Yeah. So like that was kind of got to cash that check, I guess. I guess I guess got to have him do something to pay in the guy. Right, right. What did, what did you think of Hardy? Did it do anything? Like, didn't right? Does this make you think that because Shinsuke came out? Does it make you think like did, did it up the rivalry any to get you excited for their match? It really didn't to me. Like yeah. you know, I I'm interested in the match. Sure. Um, but Hardy has, you know, Jeff has been going at a different speed. You know, it does seem like he yeah. is d- nursing an injury. Um, and, and, and I know, you know, I like ridiculous <laughs> things, but Randy, <laughs> yeah, I was just going to read this up. Randy, like creeping in the corner made zero sense. <laughs> Yeah, what was that all about? for those of you listening on audio, oh, yeah, on the yeah, podcast, just, uh, Roka was creeping like Randy Orton. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, first of all, if you want to get a like a vision, if you want to watch the match, there's tons of monitors backstage. Of course, why would you be in the worst view possible behind <laughs> a wall? It made no sense at all. Right, um, but it was a funny visual. Yeah, if they if they go the if they take Randy Orton the Stone Cold Steve Austin route when he went like insane heel like when he went it was like the what the what guy when he was in part of the invasion angle that would be that'll get me back and excited about this if you're gonna make him crazy heel doing crazy weird shit backstage or saying like saying things that make no sense or mumbling to himself or having these moments. Great. And Randy's the guy that could actually sell that. If, yeah. If you're going to do something new with the heel or make a have shades of it from before, Randy's the guy that will make it feel unique. And so I, I think there's possibilities here. The curtain thing was really weird and creepy, and, and I kind of let it go. And then later on that night, I was thinking about it more, and I was like, actually, no, this could be fun if they play it the right way. Randy could do a really good job with it. I, I mean, I, yes, but I fear that it's going <laughs> to lead to, like – Remember how like, they wouldn't shut up about out of nowhere? Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, Like, I'm worried this becomes a meme, and then WWE finds out it's a meme six months from now, right, right. and then there's just, like, there's just always him creeping in the back corner of every shot, and it becomes his new thing. I don't oh, know. I can't have that. Yeah. This was a good creep for now. Okay. And no more creeping shots behind the curtain. Now you got to do something <laughs> else. Like, yeah. you got to do something new and inventive every week that's weird and different and unique and uh, funny and interesting, and then I think people will start to come around to it. And God forbid he becomes a fan favorite as a heel again. Oh God, don't don't I'm wish just, that on us, Roka. And then he's got the title, and then he'll beat AJ for the title. That is in play. Once they bring Randy back off the bench, the title is always in play for him. So, I, I hate you know how right, that. I know. I hate how right yeah, you are you because know I that. I was without while saying people who. Oh man, I was just in your. Your oh God, oh God. You know I'm right. what? If we get like. Oh, he will absolutely s- take it off him at WrestleMania. Absolutely. Oh, God. Oh, God. You're so right, and I hate Listen it. Listen to that. Listen to that. Oh, God. You're right. Like I can see the meeting. Yeah. You're like, well, who's who's popular enough to take it off AJ? Well, Randy's doing good, and he's Randy's creepy good. right now. People yeah. are loving the creepiness. Yeah, let's, let's go Put with a strap it. on him. Put a strap on him. AJ's now just blinking in the meeting. <laughs> no. What? Him? But what do I tell Wendy? Yeah, what do what I, I tell, tell Wendy Styles? <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. I can think of no better way to end this recap than that. Uh, overall, you say good, a decent show, but not a great show, but good enough to get us to, to SummerSlam, yeah, good right? good enough to get me to SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I am excited for the show this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for more matches than others, but yeah, yeah as a whole, 
um, you know, it didn't, it didn't, it was better than Raw. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for <laughs> damn sure. Uh, but uh, I want to ask, are you going to do a preview on any of your shows for SummerSlam? You know, the, these, re- these, uh, Recap yeah. are not what I had really been doing prior. Okay. Uh, you guys, I like yeah, the, we you know, the, the previews that you guys are doing. Yeah. So, we'll, Rook and I, we're going to discuss. Maybe okay. maybe we'll do one this, like, because I have the show. On we could do a preview or we could do the recap on Monday morning. See, I personally prefer the recap because I think recap. we've already kind of talked about what we're we excited for, we what did. we're not excited for. Done and done. So, I could see. Uh, so, so then Monday we don't shoot anything. So we can shoot a so recap. So we could on shoot a recap on Monday about we'll the pay per view. Yeah, put it in the schedule. All right, cool. There you go. A little peek behind the curtains of how this thing's happened. <laughs> there it is. Live meeting. That's just right. Like that. <laughs> you just witnessed it. What's it felt like? What did it feel like? Uh, all right. Thanks everybody for watching and for listening on the podcast channel. Ryan, where can they find you? And please, all the plugs that you need to plug, dude. You can find me. I'm at Ryan Satin on social media. The website is at Wrestling Sheet on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. If you're listening to the audio of this, go on YouTube. Check out our channel it's uh youtube.com slash c slash wrestling sheet go subscribe on there uh there's new content being uploaded Mm -hmm. every day well i'm trying to put it up every day i'm doing more (laughs) and more content as we speak i I have to edit these so just give me give me give give him some time i'm doing my best everyone i've seen him get frustrated (laughs) give him some time (laughs) um and then also you know if you're listening if you're watching this please go check out our podcast feed uh there's weekly stuff going on there there's the recaps that roca and i are doing there's the flagship show wrestling sheet radio uh there's top five with james and kevin um aaron turner's working on a show that's going to hit on weekends so please go uh go like on you know go subscribe there go uh shoot a review rating all that kind of stuff it really helps us uh keep in business helps spread the word so other people know what we're doing here uh, and check out collider as well there's yeah. they've got a huge channel they've got multiple channels yeah all sorts of different things going on there's the quick hits now there's mm-hmm. the there's you know movie talk obviously there's the schmodown yeah. uh there's 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 just so many things uh, lots of stuff going on so check out collider on social media uh, check out Collider video as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and stay tuned to Pro Wrestling Sheet. You know, we put up a story this week about Renee Young's future on commentary yeah. uh, and a bunch of other stuff. So please, please keep checking the website for more. Yep. I can't echo those sentiments enough, Pro Wrestling Sheet. I love that I am working with this man now. I've read his content for years. Now to be able to, like, read it, knowing the people involved in it, it's been a great, like, like I don't know, just a great gift being able to do that. So, and uh, it's great. Thanks, like, uh, you guys. Well, you can follow me at the Roka says on Twitter and on Instagram. I want to throw another channel out at you guys, Collider Sports. That has really jumped off as well. We've had some great responses with our Premier League breakdown, which J- me and Jack Hine did the other day. And then Matt Nost and I broke down the first week of uh, NFL games. There's more stuff coming, more people being uh, talked to about coming on to do stuff for Collider Sports. So keep your eye on that as well. And of course, Pro Wrestling Sheet. It's, uh, it's just the perfect thing if you're a massive pro wrestling fan. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching watching this weekend for listening we will talk to you next time on collider body slam ProWrestlingSheet.com. Stay little chico pitbull mr 305 better said mr worldwide and i'm here to tell you about my new podcast from negative to positive brought to you by my friends over at state farm i believe that to have success you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Does anybody want breakfast? 
Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba da ba ba ba. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack for free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving thirty-three percent with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a fifteen-stem bunch of tulips for just nine ninety-nine each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.